0: Welcome to Improve It the podcast. Michael Garrity, welcome to the Improve It podcast.
1: Hello Aaron, I'm so honored to be here.
0: Um I am so happy that you're here. You've already been on the show. You you have a soundbite on the show from when we did the blooper reel. And I introduced you as, have you listened to that? It's okay if not. I introduced you as a teddy bear. I said he's a very, a spelt man, but he's like a giant teddy bear. So you are, you're on the show. I'm so happy to have you. Tell everybody a little bit about Michael Garrity and then what you do at Improve It.
1: Sure. Hello, world. My name is Mike Garrity. (laughs) I am an improviser located in Chicago, Illinois, where I play at such theaters as the IO Theater um, when it was still open, and the Annoyance Theater, and occasionally at the CIC Theater. And uh, I've taught classes and performed all over the country. And I am a co-facilitator at Improve It.
0: Yes, he is. And he's a fun one. I'm so happy that you're here. And I mean, truly, Michael, I feel really lucky because we have so many talented people um, that perform with us during laugh breaks that facilitate our workshops. And I'm glad that we're giving the Improve It fam a chance to meet the Michael Garrette. So let me ask you this. Why? You've been here with Improve It, what, since 2016? we've been doing improv for a lot longer than that, so why do you think improv is such a great teaching tool for communicating and communicating effectively?
1: Okay, so I think improv as a tool and a way to teach these skills, I think works really well because it forces people to use a part of their brain that either a they're sometimes not used to using or. More common, they're just not used to using it in this specific way. So, we're pulling people out of their comfort zone and challenging them to use their brain in ways that they've never used it. And I think that makes people very open and receptive to new concepts or to understanding concepts that they have perhaps thought they had mastered and thought maybe they didn't need to work on when oftentimes that's not true. It's something that everyone could probably stand to continually work on and sharpen. But uh, yeah, I think I think that's, I think the fact that it really rocks people back on their heels and puts them in a, it gets them out of their safe zone really opens people up to learn some new concepts.
0: That's it. That's it. Well, and I like what you said too, because it's not like we come in The things we teach. I think we have a lot of great tools that are going to help transform teams. But I also think, like you said, these are things people know, right? Like we're not coming in to teach you how to communicate. You already know how to communicate. We're just taking a little Band-Aid. And then we're we're putting a little Band-Aid on what's broken. And then we're giving you a shiny, new, beautiful cast to fix it. (laughs) And... (laughs) <laughs> that was the metaphor I went with. I don't know. But it is, it's is—it's truly an art forum. And the way that improv opens people up, the way that it helps people to communicate differently is why I love it so much. And you and I, we've done so many workshops together over the past year, four or five years now. That's crazy, Mike. Five years. Five years. Um, so how have you, in those five years, seen teams transform? using improv to help them communicate. What are some of the things that you've witnessed?
1: This is actually a great segue up. to piggyback off of what we were just talking about. When you say everyone knows how to communicate, and a lot of people think they don't need to relearn these concepts that we've been told since we were children, but the truth is people don't realize that there are lots of situations where these these practices and these concepts should uh, be practiced and they don't realize they're not doing it. things like email communication or zoom communication or even multitasking communicating while multitasking these things are so inundated in our everyday life that people don't realize that they are not executing the basics of communication and they don't realize that because that's the first thing we learn when we're children is make eye contact don't speak when someone else is speaking so people don't realize that they don't do these things and so when we come in with these these workshops and remind people of of some of these basics in ways that they have never thought about them or learned about them before and then applying them into different areas of professional life that they have never thought about applying them to you can see the light bulbs go off in real time and i remember yeah. this is might have been what my soundbite was but i remember Talking to a business professional who has been doing this for a long time, who makes a lot more money than me, (laughs) say the actual words of, you know, I never realized that I should stop working at my computer and typing when one of my employees speaks to me to give them attention and talk to them. Now I realize that that's something I should do. And I was like, that is such a basic tool of communication that we all ignore and uh, you can see it click, and and he's gonna he's gonna take that to his family, to his kids, to his coworkers. Um, so it's interesting how you can see this stuff really take hold in real time, and I've seen it a bunch of times.
0: Me too, and I I that was your soundbite, and I love that soundbite, and that's why I was like God, because. It's so true that especially in this virtual space where everybody's working on Zoom, everybody's working on Slack and sending these quick little messages here and there, you can lose sight of how you make somebody feel over these types of platforms, right? Like, for example, I'll never never forget this. Christy, our director of talent one time, she was running late. And she texted me, like, you know, this whole big thing. And I'm standing in front of a client at a workshop. And the only thing I could text her back was capital K, period. Like, K, period. And she got to the workshop. She thought I was so mad at her. And I was not mad at all. But I was like, that was all I could do in that moment. Right. But that's a prime example of how these things can be misconstrued and how, especially when we're lacking that face-to-face communication over Zoom, over some type of chat or text message or email, people start to take what is said and they construe it differently. So I want to take this to one of my favorite activities. And you know this very well. It's called Last Letter Word. Okay. So we're just going to play this. We're going to play this for our Improve It fam here today. So I'm going to say a word, any word at all, and you're just going to listen for the last letter of my word to start your word, okay? So you're going to say a word after me that starts with the last letter of my word, and then I'm going to pause us halfway through, give us a new emotion. We're going to add a new emotion to that word, and then we're going to keep changing up emotions as we go, and then we'll talk about it. So real quick, this is an actual activity we do in our Effective Communication Workshop, Michael, I'm going to say a word. I'm going to say cup, which ends with the letter P.
1: Panther.
0: Rhinoceros.
1: Superlative.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to change, give us an emotion. I'm going to say excited. Now we have to say words as excited as we possibly can. Eggplant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thailand.
0: (laughs) Dairy products. (laughs) Soup. Okay. Now we're going to change our emotion to sad. So like as sad as we possibly could be. Pickles. Sandwich. Hellman's mayonnaise. These are two words, but I just wanted to say Hellman's mayonnaise.
1: Endometriosis. <laughs> okay. She seems to be gonna sad. Change.
0: <laughs> now we're going to change the emotion to angry. Okay. So your word was endometriosis. All End
1: right.
0: S. Slanky. Yellow. Whale, ectomorph. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to stop the game because I'm not sure if it's an H or an F. It's an H, right? It's an H. It's an H. It's an H. It's an H. Oh my God! All right, give yourself a round of applause right now, everybody listening. You're welcome. You're welcome.
1: We might have peaked the microphone on a couple of those excited words.
0: Oh, I know. I really love that game though, and honestly, it makes me laugh so hard. Like saying endometriosis <laughs> sad is sad, you know, you're using these words and you're changing the tone, which then changes the tone of the word, right? So a lot of times we well we use this, not a lot, we always use this workshop in our effective communication workshop to talk about tonality. And I know we are talking about this. It's just so important in today's world to show people that you want them to be there. This culture, this feeling of belonging, inclusivity is all about allowing people to feel seen and heard, right? So when you're talking about verbal communication and we say something with a different tone than it should... It's allowing that other person to feel differently. What What are some examples, Mike, of ways that you've seen tone be negative verbally at work?
1: Oh, God. When uh, So let's say you have to deliver something to a coworker or ask a favor of a coworker. And they say something like, you know what? It's fine. Like those words should be like, Oh, great. It's fine. Yeah. But the way they say it is is definitely like, Oh, well, I guess I'm gonna maybe not ask this person for a favor next time because they hate me. Yeah. And now yeah. I just have to stew in my issue next time I have one.
0: That's it. I mean, it is so true too. Cause then like, you're like, yeah, it's fine. And in my mind, I'm like, is it really fine that I asked that it's, is he really okay with this? Like in my mind now, I'm having an inner dialogue wondering like, can I ask something else, right? Like you just said. So it's so interesting too, to think about just how the way that we say something really can affect the entire conversation or the entire relationship that you have with a a person on your team or human being. On the flip side, what are some examples of positive tone that you've seen? Verbal tone, I should say.
1: All right, so I recently had to to tell my the person that I work with that I was gonna have to miss our our standing team meeting because I was en route traveling from St. Louis to Chicago. And this is sort of a meeting that we we have a very flexible company, right? So this is like the one time each week where make the call, you know, no matter where you are, get on the call. You're very flexible the rest of the week. Please be accountable on this day. And I had to meet it. I had to miss the meeting and I was very worried about it. And, and he, he didn't use the same words as, you know what, it's fine. But he told me it was okay. He's like, oh yeah, be safe. Do what you have to do. And, and he said it in a way that was warm that made me think, oh, he does care about my safety mm. and he will catch me up later on this meeting. Mm. Whereas maybe the same kind of issue before with, you know what, it's fine. Would have made me feel horrible during that five hour drive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, isn't that just funny though how tone changed that whole like you got the feeling and it's so true people don't really remember necessarily what you say it's how you made them feel in that moment and he he made you feel warm like you were okay you're not coming back and probably driving in snow thinking about you know oh my gosh I'm missing this meeting and being worried and otherwise like it could have made for a really awful 5 hours right had had the mm. flip side happen so i think One of the biggest lessons we try to teach in our workshop on effective communication is just being cognizant of tone. And like what you said in the very beginning, this isn't rocket science, but these are reminders that we forget. In our day to day, and it's so hard sometimes as things come up and stress keeps getting put on our plate, and we continuously have things in our lives pinging at us from slack and you know kids in the other room and plants that need watering. All of those important things in life, um, but it's an important reminder, and it's something I'm so proud that we talk about, we teach. Mike, I, I wanted you for this episode because I just adore you. And I think you're hilarious. And you're also just always make everybody around you, you're a teddy bear. You make everybody feel that warm and fuzzy feeling and that you really are so happy that they're in the room. And that's because you use the tone not only in the verbal communication, but in the written communication that you give. So Thank you for always being that, that light for us here. And then thanks for coming on the show and telling this to prove improve it fam.
1: And thank you so much for having me. And thank you for, for creating and harboring such a, a, a safe, warm, fuzzy environment with, with our business. It really makes it a pleasure to, to, to be a part of it
0: and Improve It Fam, if you have not yet seen Michael in a laugh break, or you could see him on stage. If you're in Chicago, he's all over those stages at Chicago in Chicago at any improv theater he mentioned, but he's also in our laugh breaks. We just did one yesterday, and it might have been one of my faves to date because there was lots of fun moments. There's more to come, um, but I'm just so grateful that you were here. And I want to say thank you to the Improve It Fam for listening, and if you need any more tips on how to communicate effectively with your team. Reach out to us at info at learn to improve Michael Garrity, I'm giving you a hug on my computer. Do you feel this? You feel oh, this yeah. fuzzy little huggy? Okay, this is a good
1: example you. of tone, professional tone.
0: Yes, this is it. You can't see us, but we are hugging. We are, I am hugging my webcam. This is weird. Okay. And it's
1: professional because technically there's hundreds of miles between us. So this is very professional.
0: It's professional. And also we're social distancing through through time and space. (sighs) All right, Michael, adore you. Thank you so much. Improve it fam. We'll see you next time. Hey, friends, thanks for tuning in to Improve It. I am so happy you were along for the ride. If you enjoyed this show, head on over to iTunes to leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Now, if you're really feeling today's show and you've improved it even just a little bit, please take a screenshot and tag me at Keeping It Real Deal on Instagram and share it in your stories. I'll see you next week, but I want to leave you with this thought. What did you improve today and how will that help your future successful self? Think about it. I am rooting for you and the world needs that special it that only you can bring. See you next time.